Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Talking About the Big Stuff podcast with Michael Cole and Matthew Cravat. I am Michael Cole. And I am Matthew Cravat. Today's episode is about a wonderful topic. I think we're we're, we're far, th- far enough away now from 4th of July that I think it's comfortable to do this topic. Uh, and, and by the time this goes out, it should be at least a month, because uh, this, this is next week's episode. Um, but uh, yeah, it, we are going to talk today about patriotism and nationalism. And before I dive in, do you have any thoughts opening thoughts that you think yeah in the in the in the circles in which i run it's rare that i hear the word nationalism without white christian put in front of it yeah but that's usually the nationalism i'm concerned about yeah and 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 that's the 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 brand that we are at the moment most often dealing with um i actually don't even know that i can name a non-white christian brand of nationalism in America that is in any way prominent right now. I know that a lot of the pundits of my world go out of their way to make sure to say white Christian each time to point out that yeah. let's not overlook what where, where the problems are. Right. And uh, For the majority. I mean, I'm sure there's, you know, I mean, like there's, there, there are proud boys who are not white, yeah. but they're they would quickly find, I think, if they had the world they wanted, they would be next in the list. Like, now that we're in power, don't need you anymore. Yeah, that's true. Um, but patriotism. Patriotism. I well, I, the reason I, I wanted junior. to right. Well, the reason I wanted to link these two, I think you can be patriotic in a non-problematic way. I, um, I, I so the, the the reason that I wanted to link the two is I think they are. In, in the United States, at least, they're inextricably linked. Um, not to say that you can be patriotic and not nationalistic or vice versa, but like w- you can't talk about one and not talk about the other, really. For... The trappings are the same. Yeah. Overlap. I like to think of patriotism, patriotism is to nationalism as having a big dick is to saying you have a big dick. And usually... I thought you could say being a big dick. <laughs> no. And usually... <laughs> Uh, both of those things are expressed through how you decorate your truck. So, um, fair. I think that that that's a uh, that's my little quote for the episode. That that'll be the thing I'll put out there, and we'll see a bunch of of. I, I actually do have a big dick, and my truck nuts show it. My big my big pipe smokestacks and my Confederate flag. I hate to tell you, when you bought that truck, it didn't come with truck nuts. If you attached it, that's a trans truck now. So I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I think the reason why I, I, a big reason why I think that it's an important topic is we on the left get accused of not being patriotic uh, a lot. And, and I think part of that is, is that we don't wrap ourselves in patriotism as a, as an identity. Um, you know, we tend to be, patriotism can show up in a lot of ways but um the way that people you know it's it's again it's like if if you have a big dick matthew i have zero idea about it because you've never talked about it and i've never seen it but it doesn't mean you don't have a big dick 
Whereas if you started being like, I have a big dick, I'd be like, does he really have a big you dick? You still don't know. But right, right. But but I would doubt more than like right now, I your dick could be one inch, it could be ninety inches. And I wouldn't yep. I wouldn't have if any I tell you, I'll, t- I'll tell you I'll tell you the mantra. My dick is so large, my dick is so large, I can't fucking believe my dick is so large. Like an Amtrak train running from here to Maine. Nice. Now you know. Nice. But the point being, it's one of those things that if you if you talk about the more you talk about it, the, the less it seems to be true. And and I'm not saying that there aren't people who talk about patriotism who aren't genuinely patriotic and not a problem, but we on the left just don't go around advertising patriotism. I know I'm lesser educated than you with my bachelor's in English and your master's, but I think it, it boils down to the old show don't tell. Yeah. Which also works for dicks, show or not grower. But um I'm a grower, so I don't want that. But so yeah, but 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 you have that I'm, ne- can... I'm actually neither a shower or a grower. So thanks a lot. I'm an innie. Um <laughs> I have an acorn so... dick. <laughs> you could be president. Um and then go to jail. But you know, I think it's like you can show your patriotism without ever saying your patriotism. Yeah. Yeah. And and how you show your patriotism. Like there's a lot of ways and, and I'm mostly it's watching the Olympics as far as I can tell. I was gonna say I am I'm having I I'll have a hard time coming up with the ways that I think are are patriotic that I don't necessarily subscribe to. But like I think the idea, you know, the big the big thing that get that's brought up a lot, and I'm sure you hear it all you know, a decent amount, is is conservatives saying that like we don't love this country because we want to change this country while also they want to change the country. Like, and that's their their slogan is make America great again. Right. Literally change the country. And even before that though, it was like, well, I think, you know, we need to do, we need to make this policy and change this and change that. And it's like, how come when you want to make the change, it's, 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 you know, and and, and we don't accuse them. them. America is the America in their imagination, not that has ever or will ever exist. Right. So changing the current one is to get to the ideal that's in their head. Yeah. But ultimately, like, I mean, the whole concept I, I, to, you know, the, I mean, I grew up hearing a lot about hearing a decent amount of people saying, if you don't like this country, go somewhere else. And it's like, that's not how that's not how it works. If you're, you know, uh, what what's your uh, what's what sports team do you enjoy? That is the, the worst of your sports team, like worst statistically um i because my brother is making a career of being a youtuber dedicated to the new york jets i've been kind of forced into liking the jets okay suck yeah they may be good next year actually because they're getting um vaccine denier wacko head aaron Rodgers to be the quarterback so you know they kind of brought in a ringer for one last season apparently yeah the atheist with uh, that we want to be associated with Maybe not the least, but the least in in sports. Um, but he, um, but yeah, the the idea is, if you love a sports team, that kind of sucks. Or or even if you love a sports team that's well, just I mean, going I've been through a Yankee a... fan my entire life. So I've been yeah. like World Series after World Series after World Series, and then basement, basement, basement. You know, I've lived in both yeah. worlds. Really. Yeah, if you when you're going through a rebuilding year or just a crappy year, you don't want to just sit there and not make any changes. You want to get. You want to like, oh, well, maybe you get Aaron Rodgers, or you know, I know the Yankees wouldn't get Aaron Rodgers. I understand the difference between baseball and football. Um, it's it's one of the few, George Carlin. That's one, one of the, the difference. One of the few sports things that I understand. Baseball um, is played in a park. 
football was yeah. played in a stadium. Yeah. But um, they, that idea has always seemed surprising to me that people just can't. And I think it's not that they can't. I think it's it is typically disingenuous. I, I you know, like I get it. I want to change it, and you want to change it in a way that I don't like. So therefore, you are unpatriotic, and 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 I and and I'm sure there are you know in in the last five to ten years, the left has started using that as an attack on the right. Like we've started matching that energy to not not nearly level wise, but we've started doing that with you know, calling people unpatriotic on the right and, and well, more un-American you know, than unpatriotic. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, cause I think, cause there's a difference, I think. Yeah. And now it's going to say the things they are doing are patently un-American. They're against the first amendment. They're against yeah. the spirit of America. Right. And, and, and I'm not even talking about like January 6th stuff, which I think obviously is its own. What's, what's January 6th stuff? Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, six days after new year's and it's, or five days after new year's and, Hangovers. People are just finishing with their hangover, and yeah. Um, but I, I, you know, I think that like we've been seeing some people push back on that, and I've actually, uh, I, I've tried to call it out a couple times when I've been, when I've witnessed the conservatives doing it to us. I've said to to family members and stuff like, why, why is it when you change, you want to change everything? And it's like, well, because we come from a place of of wanting to improve this thing that we think is really great but could be better and liberals want to fix a thing that they see as inherently broken that's the answer and and if you believe that i think that that is a fair argument i don't believe that i don't believe that to be true but i think that if you actually do believe it it does make it makes more sense than anything else i've heard well i mean it goes through the the descriptive words of the two sides, right? Conservatives want to be conservative, go back to the way things were, even if they never really were that way. The, the imagination of what they think things were. Right. Uh, progressives want to progress and make things better. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And if you, you know, talk about Christian, you know, white Christian nationalists, well, Christianity's on a decline. White is on a decline percentage-wise as, as marginalized groups become greater in number. So going backwards is better for them. Like they're losing their position of privilege and power or you are every single day. Um, and, and it's one of the things like, you know, I don't know if we've done a, a topic on what do you do when you disagree with your own side, mm -hmm. especially in social media. It's oh, I would love to do that as an episode because like one of the memes I see a lot of times is like a picture of a pie showing, you know, different, um, groups and it mm -hmm. says you know like equality is not a pie that you know more for someone else doesn't mean less for you and i always want to say no it 100 percent is a pie and it 100 percent does mean less rights i mean if right now a white christian male has a huge advantage in getting a job because of bigotry and in 20 years that advantage goes away because there's less bigotry their pie got smaller i mean they're not wrong to think that it's going to hurt them in the long run even if it's them going back to the mean of being the same as everyone else right now mm -hmm. they have an advantage so losing that advantage does mean a smaller piece of pie but they don't deserve a bigger piece of pie is the point right right they're before they're gorging themselves i mean i i think it's it something that i think we should definitely do is that episode about about how to handle because i i find i come across it quite a bit or i used to when i was 
I tried, I have been a lot, you know, you, you know that I quit Facebook, what, uh, the year, the year of the election. So 2020, I quit Facebook about a month before the election because it was getting so toxic. But, you know, I'd get into a lot of fights on, on, with conservatives. And then I started to get into fights with liberals who were making bad arguments. And like, we need, we need to be making the best arguments possible. And this is a bad argument. And, um, but I also on the same side, like, you know, what I was just saying about they, they think that they come to it from a place of this is a great country that I want to improve. And they think we, come to it as this is a flawed broken country that we need to fix that's inherently broken that's that's me trying to steel man their argument because i don't want i don't want to you know like we i want to have the best possible thought on these things and i want i don't want to be dealing with straw men and so so that i think that we need to do that on both sides and i need i'm trying to strong man them while our uh, what is it? steel man? That's what they call it. steel man. Their argument while or steel bot. So you know, do it as a robot instead of a, a sexist gendered um, man. Okay, I have I have not heard that state phrase before. That started on a philosophers in space podcast. Since it's a science fiction podcast, they, they oh. were like, you know, instead of using men and women, maybe we should use something gender neutral like a robot. So yeah. steel bot or straw bot. Nice. Yeah. No, I hadn't heard that, but then. It's fun because they start on that podcast, but it's leaked over to other related podcasts, but without ever a definition. So, like, someone mm-hmm. doesn't listen to Philosophers of Space, but like, what are they talking about? I've never heard of that. I feel like I never heard of that expression. It's yeah. It came from one particular podcast. Yeah. We need to get a second podcast so we can just start using these jokes on that podcast. And then people are like, wait a second. So, why anyway, the fuck does, Ma- why does, why does Mike's dad hate Matthew? So, so anyway. Uh, yeah. But, uh, so, I, yeah, so so and I think there's a lot of the conservative idea of freedom is I am free to have things the way I want them and tell you what to do, and you are not free to do that, and that because then you'd be telling me what to do and that would be wrong. Right. But it's okay for them to do it because that's the position they're coming from. Like it's not hypocritical. It's not thinking you don't have a right to tell me what to do, but I have a right to tell you what to do, and that's a hypocrite. They don't think no, that's a perfect statement. Like I'm a parent and you're a child. You don't have the right to tell me what to do, and that's their view of America. That yep. they should be in a position to tell everyone else how to live and what to do, what books. Like for them to ban books from the library is fine, but for you to cancel someone is wrong. Like banning is fine and canceling is wrong. And it's just like you, you put a word that's synonyms, and just where did you use them? Yeah, although they tend to deny that they're banning books, we're just. Like they, I mean, there, there is a just lot of. Just don't want them in a place where we think it's age appropriate. So you're banning it from that place. No, we just don't want it to be there. That, We're just enforcing that, that it not be. Yeah, that's what it means. Yeah, and then they'll say they can always go to a public library. It's like, yeah, you're banning it there too. Like it's, it's books. Same books are being banned in public libraries and in small places. So like their argument falls apart when you pull that as usual. Again, yeah, like Christian nationalists. Yep. They're not patriotic because they don't believe in free speech and free expression. Yeah. And, I mean, religious, I mean, religious freedom being part of that First Amendment. Yep. So. Got to have freedom from religion if you want to have freedom of religion. Can't have one religion telling other people to follow their rules. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I think we, we're done. We've solved that problem. We've solved. Um, I I, I have I have trouble defining why you should be patriotic. 
Yeah, that's that's about where I was about to go. Yeah. Was look, uh, if you're other not other than I happen to live here. Yeah, and I uh, yeah. Well, I was gonna say something about the like you. We should, we should no matter what society we live in, um, we should be trying to improve it. We should be trying to make it better. We're never going to achieve perfection, so we should be always be able to to try to to go forward. Um, if I if I'm in America and in some you know in in the next you know fifty years that I'm alive, uh, at some point if we vote to make you know America and Canada and Mexico all merge into one country and we change the name, it's no long and we change the form of government, but we do it democratically, like. Then why would we change the name? It's still America, it's still the United States of America. Yeah, you know what I'm I mean, saying. But like, if we came up, that, with, if we were no, like, it's North America, and Mexico is actually the United States of Mexico. So, like, yeah. combining the name still stays the same. Well, you know, maybe we call it like Balls to the Walls America or something. I don't know, like something like just you know, we're just North America. Because just my point. You, my point being, like, if we change so that we're no longer the United States of America. And, and like, you know, then it, it doesn't really, if the, you know, the government has always been changing, it is not the same as it was the, the it geographically, largely government changes. Yeah. Governmentally. I know that like the, the basic structure is the same, but we've had amendments. Like we're not, you know, we're not, we're still not still the operating law changes on, daily. Yeah. New laws are passed every day. Yeah. And so, like, this country is not the same country as it was when I was born or when you were born or the day that they, you know, I, they signed the deck. Well, I, I'll say the day that they ratified the Constitution. Um, so, hey, I'm aware of all these things. But for shorthand, it's yeah. easier to just say the Declaration. Of say the wrong stuff. Yeah. It is easier to be wrong. Because I'm patriotic. And that's <laughs> an American right to be wrong. Freedom of expression. It's our yeah, right to be wrong. Belief. That might be the most American sentence ever. Um, but I, I don't have any, and I also like don't, you know, like I get that there's a whole bunch of biblical reasons why people don't want like one world government. But like if we just, you know, think about, I don't know much about Star Trek, so correct me if I'm wrong here. But like I know that there's lots of sci-fi in which the world just comes together and forms a basically a utopian yeah, I mean, all, society. All like almost all um, like non-dystopian future, like the positive utopian type futures are always yeah. Earth is the government because that makes sense. Why would you have, yeah. or even Star Trek goes further because Star Trek, their Earth's part of the United Federation of Planets. I mean, yeah. it's part of a democratic kind of United States, but each one's a planet. Yeah. And, I, and, and the idea of that doesn't bother me at all. And I don't think, I, I don't feel like that's specifically non-patriotic. It's just devoid. It's separate. It's not you know. It's not patriotic. Or it's a. Yeah. It's a. I look at it like North Carolina barbecue. Yeah. There's one North Carolina, but Eastern style barbecue is very different than Western style barbecue. They have different barbecue cultures, and that's fine. So you can yeah. still have a, a pride in your local culture without having a different governmental sovereign, you know, border. Yeah. Yeah. But Eastern's better. Just saying. I don't know the difference. I've had I've had barbecue here. I don't know. I've had it in Winston Salem. So go so, ahead, keep going. So, uh, so Carolina North Carolina barbecue is either whole hog or pork shoulder. Um, 
slow smoke, and sometimes it's chopped, but more correctly, it should be pulled pork, which means you actually with your fingers pull the pork into small pieces. Um, when you're lucky, you gotta take, take them pulling it directly off the carcass on the smoker. Uh, Eastern style is made generally with apple cider vinegar. Vinegar is the important part, but it's almost always apple cider vinegar, red pepper, and then variety of spices and herbs, you know, that whatever your particular recipe is. That's Western what style adds like a ketchup base to that or a tomato base to that, just a little. Not as ketchupy as, you know, Hunt's or Heinz, you know, from a bottle that, that you would get yeah. as, as barbecued. Um, but going towards that direction. And like, and so that grew out of the Eastern style. And then when it got to like Kansas City, they went sweeter and sour and, you know, vinegar went way down and the tomato went up and that's the more general buy from a grocery store style. Gotcha. But, and then in the middle of the state, near Winston-Salem, uh, the town of Lexington is, is world famous for their, their North Carolina barbecue. And there's this kind of a blend. You know, it's got some of the tomato base, but not as tomato as further west. Yeah. And, uh, and which one do you like best? I mostly like Eastern style, but that's mostly because we're here and that's where we are. We're on the Eastern mm -hmm. side. And um, that's what I'm most attuned to having most often. When I've had Western style, I have liked it just fine. I just don't go out of my way to find it versus what I've um, gotten used to eating since 1987. And what do you think about South Carolina barbecue? Oh, mustard is disgusting to be put in barbecue. I don't know why they do that. I don't know anything about it. I just know that one time Colbert was talking about, because he's from South Carolina, he was talking about somebody that was North Carolina, and they were fighting about it. Yeah, they use mustard in their sauce. Like you see, it's mine's in uh, grocery stores, uh, Carolina Gold barbecue mm -hmm. sauce, and it's yellow, and it's because there's a mustard-based sauce. I like it's mustard, and I don't know. So like, I do. I, I like mustard, but I like it on, on particular things. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's a little, it could be overpowering, and have a whole barbecue sauce full of it is, is a bit of a time. Oh, nice. Okay. Why are you so anti-barbecue? Only the damn South Carolinians, man. Yeah. North Carolina barbecue no. is, is, is the shiznit. No, I am very patriotic to barbecue. and uh, I, Because, yeah, I, can it be improved? Of course. But it is still the best barbecue on the face of this fucking earth that has ever existed in all of history. And if you say anything against it, I will, I will disagree with you. And and potentially harm you. Barbecue, BBQ, BBQ. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, and I, I, the thing is, I'm I'm for a one world barbecue government with different barbecues from around the world. I love every barbecue except for Alabama's mayonnaise based barbecue and South Carolina's mustard based. And I haven't really had the Alabama yeah. one, just knowing it exists. Um, right. But like, you go to Texas and it's beef brisket, and it's amazing. Yeah. You go to St. Louis, and they're more about the ribs and stuff, and that's amazing. I like a Korean barbecue; it's amazing. Yeah, no, I'm I, I know I was I was doing a thing. I know um, you were doing your thing. I'm saying I'm doing my thing. Also, you can have one world barbecue, but still have the yeah. cultural differences and the pride of yeah. your region without government interference. I'm telling you, one barbecue has to be the barbecue, and it has to be the way it was when I grew up. Absolutely, and and I I, I um I I. I, I see why we can't right now have one world government and, and I'm not, and I wouldn't even necessarily like fight for it, but I think that like the idea of it being scary is, is weird to me it as a like concept. The natural outcome. If we don't destroy ourselves, if we keep working yeah. towards more mutual working together mm -hmm. and being a society, I mean, it's happening in Europe, right? I mean, the European union is yeah. becoming that ish. 
Yeah. But still, with each country having its own culture and its own thing, it hasn't hurt any of the member countries to be part of a greater governmental. And as telecommunications increase, we're all going to be more and more compatible as far as language. Like, if you look at um, if you look at the history of uh, language, typically has a five hundred year half life um, before one language becomes a new language. So we are basically a different language from Shakespearean English. You know, like that would be Old English, or that's not. And there is a thing called Old English, but but it, it'd be a separate category of English than what we speak right now. However, if you look at the last hundred years, because of telecommunications. Like, if that hadn't happened, us, our English and British English would be basically different languages by now. But if you look at, you know, France and Canada and French, so mm-hmm. uh, Quebecois, what they speak in Quebec, it sounds almost like Shakespeare to a French person. Like, it, it, yeah. it's like they locked into the 1800s version of French that they brought over, and it hasn't really changed. While in yeah. France, the language has continued to evolve and change. Yeah, so Sarah speaks Canadian. Sounds stilted to a French yeah. person. Sarah speaks Canadian French, um, and uh, Sarah speaks like uh, Canadian French, and she said that she would be nervous speaking it in France because they call it pig French, um, and and so like yeah, but like the the point being like language, you know, due due to telecommunications, we have changed the way the the that society evolves like drastically in some things we've sped up and in other things we've slowed down, like, like ling- linguistic differences, the, the formation of new languages. Cause like I said, a hundred, we've had about 130 years of telecommunications to some extent. Uh, and be, well, maybe 115, I guess with, you know, recordings and stuff, audio recordings have existed for about 130 and we've had telephones for 150. Nice. Um, for listeners, uh, Matthew's cat just appeared in, in the frame. Um, but because of that, we've changed, we've changed our, um, the way that, you know, the sociology, not sociology. Yeah. Sociology of, of how we've all evolved and, and, and continue to evolve. And so in doing so, it's not unimaginable that if we can get over some of these squabbles that we have, whether it be religious differences or you know cultural differences that have that have plagued humanity and created wars and and conflict if we can get through those um if we can just listen to tim mention and you don't eat pork we don't eat pork let's not (laughs) eat pork together together. like if we can just get past that like we would be we we've never had as good of a chance at connecting as a as a species as we do right now because of the because of all this technology however Just look at how the neo-nazis have had a resurgence because they have the technology to connect with each other yeah that's true but it's but, the dark um, side of everything that has a light side yeah no and i'm aware of that but my point being like it has changed you know the idea of of trying to create one world government 300 years ago i mean other than the fact that england well, tried to take over the world. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, before one world government meant one government taking over the rest. Genghis yes. Khan taking over all of Asia, England, sun never yeah. setting on the empire. Now it means a coming together in, in union. Do I have to censor out cat butthole if it goes by the screen? Oh, 
and my cat turned on my video <laughs> turned on my video and started recording the screen. It's a gaming laptop, so you hit the oh. video button. Nice. He's trying to film what's going on. So anyway, we. I th- my point being like I I don't understand how that's not. It's I, I, again, it's not that it's anti-patriot patriotic. It's just a yeah patriotic. And you know it 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 doesn't have. A, if your view of patriotism is my country has to be the best, then it's hard for your country to merge with another one in any way because then who are you being best over? Right. Yeah. So it's also um, one of those things that the more you travel and the more you know other countries, you'll be like, well, you know, there's there's nothing you can list, you know, except for maybe murders, but you know, gun violence, where that we're number one at. Say, well, America's the best. Well, if that's your criteria, you have to be the best, be patriotic. What are we the best at? You know, there's countries with better education system, countries with more freedoms than we have, countries with, you know, more yeah. uh, styles. Like the French have so many more styles of cheese. I mean, come on. We might be the number one in patriotism, though. Yeah, patriotism and gun murders, like yeah. guns and patriotism. Like, woohoo! Yeah, I do know that. Like, they do report every every you know year or so. You hear different reports about the number of of people that are that are self identifying as patriotic has gone down. And I want to you know, and to some extent, I think that. It isn't that that's really true from my, you know, personal experience, which is anecdotal, I get. But I think that it's more likely that the the way we look at patriotism is changing. And so you might be the exact same level of patriotic that you were 30 years ago. But because patriotism is bleeding together with nationalism, you're like, well, I'm not that. And so because you're self-reported. Yeah. Like and I used to like wear a flag lapel pin, like two thousand one. Everyone did. Yeah. Now I feel like that's a, sign, a statement saying I'm a racist if I wear a flag lapel pin because that's what people right. proudly display that they kind of t- stolen the flag from the rest of us. Yeah, and, and I think that that is that that's part of the problem. I also think as they never when they talk about that those that number that seems to be changing every year into the late less patriotic self-reporting those people who are reporting as patriotic are likely their level of patriotism is increasing you know like let's say you're one of those people who's like yes i am patriotic it's like yeah you know and that's where we're getting into nationalism with this is the best country on earth less people people are saying that they're christian now but people are getting more rapidly christian who are christian because they feel that back to the wall right yeah um have have you seen any of the the backlash against the Barbie movie? Uh, yes, in a roundabout way. I've seen okay. people talking about the backlash, and I've seen screenshots. I have not mm-hmm. gone down the rabbit hole of reading the comments pages. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie, so uh, I will not be spoiling much of anything for you. But I, I did see some videos today. I'm not going to uh, see it, man. I'm a dude. What are you talking no, about? I, I absolutely want to go see it, but I just didn't have the time. My and, wife and daughter are going tomorrow while I'm at work, so nice. I will see it when it streams. Yeah. Um, no, I absolutely want to see it, and I've heard it's great. But the the big thing that I keep hearing is is that it's communist. It, it's trans, and it's communist, which I, I haven't heard. I haven't heard any wow. details to explain the That's trans part. 
but then the communist thing they keep explaining. So one thing was there's a map of the world. To the dotted line. The, you saw the dotted line clip. Yeah, yeah. And they're talking about how that's it's 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 communist because they're they're appealing to China and how China um you know claims to have was it the South South Asian how much of China claims the South Sea is the China yeah. Sea is theirs in their territory. Yeah. Right. But and ironically so, there's like three or four other dotted lines that other that are randomly placed around the map and nobody cares about those because nobody yeah. can assign yeah. a meaning to those. And the amount of dots isn't the same. Because they because China uses nine and the movie uses eight. But but the point was they were saying like, oh, they're just appealing to China, um, to their communist overlords, so that they can make more money. And it's like um, is, that's very communist wanting to make money. Yes, yeah. Me us wanting to to and, and, and it's certainly true that Disney is tries to be careful not to offend China because when they do offend China, they don't make money there. They can't show the sure, yeah, so no, that does that happen. Is, that and is absolutely a political like, statement. That's a capitalist statement. It's it, that's exactly what I was going to get to. Is yeah. it? It's you know I get it. But we we t- tend to have an adversarial relationship with China, um, and and I understand that there is a lot there that is legitimate. Uh, what do you call it? Um, conflict, but to 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 claim that we that because they are communist and we are trying to get their money, it's like. It's the most capitalist shit in the world to be like, oh, oh, you, you don't want, um, you don't want Buzz Lightyear's uh, partner to kiss her wife for quarter of a second on screen. We'll cut that out so that if you guys will keep buying, like that is exactly like the Bud Light shit. Like that, <laughs> it's the opposite of being woke. Like we're yeah. we're not going to take a stand. We'd rather right make the money. Yeah, and and I do have a problem when they do that, but like it is, it's capitalist, it, and to call it communist, and and that is the same. It's the same group that's calling this capitalist move communism that are saying none of us are patriotic because we don't want because we don't want to just accept the country the the exact way it is right now, and that we re- recognize that we have had some horrible history. Not, not that our history as a whole is horrible, but that we've had, like, they won't, you know, it, it used to be you couldn't paint it as our history was horrible as a whole. And now as we cut into teaching about slavery or, you know, and all the, and, and everything else that we're trying to teach about U.S. history, uh, or we're trying, sorry, trying not to teach about U.S. history, we... It, it's no you can no longer acknowledge that there was ever anything wrong ever about the United States. And that is to me that that feels like that's and, and I get it's nationalism, but it also feels like that nationalism at the level of even though you're masking it as super patriotism, it's anti patriotism. It's just jingoism, it's not. Yeah, jingoism, yeah. I didn't mean to whack the mic. Don't whack the mic when you're doing a podcast. Don't interrupt the podcast when you whack all the mics. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's basically all my thoughts on nationalism and patriotism. We actually stayed relatively on topic. Um, do you have any big points you want to make and anything big, anything left that you want to say? Nothing other than I'd like to get back to the point where we can be openly patriotic again without it looking like nationalism. I would like to put a big American flag outside my house, but I don't do it because I, people might think I'm the Trumper across the street. Well, you just got to put it next to it. Uh, 
trans ally flag or or trans LGBT flag. The trans colors around the fringe. Mm. I, have you... I have a fringe. People will think that I'm a uh, um, oh a sovereign citizen. There's a fringe on my flag. I actually think, and and maybe we can start this movement. So I re- recently saw a meme where the flag code doesn't say how you have to place the stars and stripes. Like you can put, you can as long as the percentages are the same, you can. You can make your flag however you want it. So the stars on the field of blue don't have to be in the order they typically are. Yeah, and the blue stripes, you can have all the blue stripes, then all the red... blue stripes. Oh, you, you've all the... seen the flag, but there's, there are... I know you can't picture yeah. it in your head, but there are no blue stripes. There, there are I'm finding 13 the meme. red and white stripes for the colonies. I'm finding the meme. Um, it's... Uh, it might take me a minute, but... Basically, it was it was they instead of the blue field in a square, you don't even have to keep it as a square. You can make that into a rectangular stripe in the middle, and then you have white on one side, red on one side, and it's the amount of the stripes you know mashed up. And then I forget where the stars are sprinkled throughout. If we made that because it's not a, it's it's technically a valid U.S. flag based on flag code. Maybe that's the patriotic, not nationalist flag that we need but you know it's interesting is and another thing like some people don't know they're doing this and some people do if you drive around and you see the 1776 flag like the 13 colonies kind of in the circle version of the flag mm-hmm. some people might have that because they're a member of the bicentennial in 1976 and it was popular and they, they think it's a cool you know patriotic thing but a lot of nationalists use it as a dog whistle for we should go back to the days when there was slavery and only white men had power and you know the, the whole you know ultimate conservative move would be to go back to what it was then yeah i will I'm obligated to point out the u.s flag code does not specify where the blue field is placed how thick the stripes are or what shade the color of the ribbon is so this is a hundred percent code compliant american flag and boy it's really weird because on camera it looks like it's moving <laughs> but Maybe that's the thing we need is to make that the flag of of the people who want to differentiate from nationalists. We it's say not the flag we need, but it's the flag we deserve. Yeah. And and I cause because I think that ultimately there is a lot of patriotism that is being because patriots, you know, it's just like back to the the boastfulness part of it. Like patriotism is is so many things and and very few of them are 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 showboating um now i like the pledge of allegiance i i actually think the pledge of allegiance is really kind of a weird concept um very fascist get up every morning and swear allegiance over and over again yeah words you don't even understand just to the flag i also think okay to the symbol not to the country i do want to and the republic I just came up. I just not came up with. I just thought of a, another talk. So I, I have a friend. I'm ninety nine percent sure that he doesn't listen to this podcast. But him and I have some very different op- opinions on on patriotism, um, and and a lot of that be because of um, Kaepernick. He, so his father is a veteran. Um, so you think about Kaepernick and other people who are kneeling, and and we get into all. You know, I've gotten into that conversation with a lot of people, and. And so ultimately, 
I, I I had to make it the I had to explain. So he's like, the disrespect for the flag is a big part of of this issue, and I don't know that that makes you a nationalist. I don't I don't think he's a nationalist. I think he's a, a really good person who just I disagree with his opinion on this. Um, so I don't want to like portray him as such, but for the flag issue, um, it, it was disrespectful of the, to the flag and, and we pledge allegiance to the flag. And, and to me, flag is the symbol. And so when, when you think about specifically black lives matter and kneeling for, for people who are being killed because the system of the United States system is not properly, growing to or adjusting to to solve these problems the flag the flag is the symbol and to me i i use the metaphor with him of sarah loves her engagement ring more than almost any other object that she has maybe more than any other object that she has in this world but it is a symbol of my love for her and our love for each other and if I needed her to melt that ring to create a valve to fix my heart. I don't doubt that she would do it in a minute, even though it's her favorite thing in the world, because the symbol can't be greater than the thing that it's a symbol for. And in the United States, largely, there's a, a I think there's a big problem with people thinking that the flag, which is the symbol, is greater than the thing it's supposed to represent. And you know what I'm saying? I think there's a lot of going through the motions, right? Yeah. It's like saying my dick is big. You have to yeah. respect the flag because that's how I, rather than it being how you show your patriotism, it is your patriotism. Right. Yeah. So that's my, that was my final thought on it. Um, I, mean, so. I mean, and it, I think it's funny that what the most American thing in the world is what our founding fathers, for as good or as bad as they were, they built a constitution, and the first thing they did was say, let's make 10 amendments to show you this is a living document mm -hmm. that should grow and should be amended. That's how it's designed. Yeah. And then the conservative view is nothing should change ever. It's like we started with the open-ended document saying things should change always. Yeah. There's nothing more American than changing America for the better as you go along. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything else. Uh, so... You know, all I have to say is it's important to um, talk about the big stuff ism. I, I wasn't. I was gonna. I was gonna do a quick, quick promo for our Patreon and shit. Uh, you can order I, this however you want. Cut it up. Yeah, yeah. Move it around. Yeah. Fuck it. We'll just leave. We'll leave the big, the big, big our big stuff. Big stuffism. Do we have big stuff, or are we just declaring that we have big stuff? I don't um, know. I just like to talk about the big stuff. Yeah. Um. For our listeners, thank you for listening to this episode. If you have um, the desire to support us, there's a few ways you can do that. Uh, one of them is to go on to what, however you're consuming this, whether it's Spotify, Apple, YouTube. Give us a, a subscribe, a review if possible, like it, um, depending on what which platform. Uh, you know, anything like that will help us to reach a broader audience. Um, if you want to help us monetarily, you can help us for as little as $3 a month, um, which is less than a dollar an episode. Uh, we tend to do four episodes a month, but on, on certain special months when we have five weeks, we do five episodes. So you're getting for less than a dollar an episode. 
um, and that would help us to keep improving. So I think that realistically, once I'm done editing this episode, you're going to see that this is the best audio quality of any of our episodes. Last week was the best episode before this, and we're going to slowly just keep getting better. I think that we are getting into a rapport. We've been getting a lot more guests. A lot of this this um, support will help us to grow in ways that I think will help will make it make us better for you. So that's my pitch for for that. Um, you can follow us on Instagram uh, or Threads at Talking About the Big Stuff. You can find us on YouTube at Talking About the Big Stuff. Um, Instagram and Threads. We're gonna have a little more content. Uh, you know, we, we interact a little bit more, so it, it's stuff that's separate from the podcast. However, YouTube will basically just be clips and whole episodes if you're if you're listening if you want to watch um so i think that is it i'm going to just buy another second or so while matthew coughs and then uh i think we will be good to to close it out thanks sold me out i muted and everything yeah well thanks again everybody for uh for talking about us with talking with us about our big stuff the preceding podcast has been a Chocolate Diamond Media LLC production. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.